This is the Intentional Disruption Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Demo. Today is Dr. Martin Luther King Day, and I wanted to share some insights from one of the people that I consider to be a guiding light with a lot of my principles and decisions that I make not only in my personal life, but also in my business. Just the other day, I was reorganizing the basement like so many people get tasked to do. And in my one of my boxes of books, I saw my copy of Why We Can't Wait by Dr. Martin Luther King. Obviously, today being Martin Luther King Day, I thought it was worth a bit of a conversation about how some of the lessons and events covered in that book are not only relevant in society today, but also inside of your business. And that might seem like a little bit of an odd segue, but I promise we're going to get there. So why do we lionize and remember Dr. Martin Luther King? Granted, coming from my perspective, one, not having been alive when any of this happened, two, not having been involved in it when it happened, obviously, I suppose. Why would it then be impactful for somebody like me to see so much value in the writings of Dr. King? The answer becomes a lot more obvious when you don't consume major media news, honestly. He, while being an imperfect man, stood for things that most all of us should be on board with, I'd imagine, with treating each other as brothers and sisters and looking at somebody for the content of their character instead of their, and I'm going to shift it up for today's conversation, for their immutable characteristics. And it's very interesting to me as we discuss some of the economic ramifications that he was trying to fix. This almost feels like a new moment because in the book, Why We Can't Wait, there's a discussion about how the Great Depression never ended for the black community. And a lot of people talk about why that is. And feel free to do some history of redlining and take a look into some of the things that were put in place with the GI Bill. And... I personally think both parties suck at this point. It's essentially one party with a couple variations to get other people riled up. Um, I don't know that they necessarily represent the majority of American interests or the American people on either side. So like a lot of times folks will be like, oh, but Mike, you're a rabid white 
right wing conservative. Like, no, no, not really. By your interpretation of things, maybe, but my core tenets and beliefs haven't changed that much since I was 18. I was a registered Democrat, and I thought Republicans really should have something better to do than be concerned with what the president's having done to his willy. Side note, it turns out, while he was busy getting his willy uh, taken care of, most of the issues that we've faced over the last 30 years have been from errors and omissions in the Clinton administration. So I know a lot of people like to talk about the economy, but um, Bin Laden and quite a few other things actually happened and were as bad as they were uh, because of some lack in that department. But I sure didn't know that when I was in my teens. So, yeah, I thought it was... Yeah, an interesting situation that we cared more about what the president's um, getting done under the desk than what he's getting done on top of the desk. But really awkward side note for Martin Luther King Day. Although, if you know the full history, maybe not. Um, But again, I don't judge people with the view of today. I judge them based on their time. And... In 1963, Dr. King had talked about that Great Depression, how it didn't end. And it's just, it's really powerful. And the thing that makes me sad about this entire conversation is with certain things that are going on in society... Because of immutable characteristics, you can't have a necessarily open and honest conversation because somebody's applying the exact same standards that Dr. King was trying to push us away from in order to create their argument. It's a real shame and... It's something that I've seen in Fortune 100 companies, and I don't know how we got to the point where judge somebody based on the content of their character became judge people based on the content of their characteristics. And that's something that should never be the number one reason that we do something. Now, in the same way that Dr. King looked at people with the benefit of grace, I'll look at people that use those things, which CRT being one of them, and I'll give the benefit of the doubt that they're looking out for what they perceive to be the best interest. And I use that principle of charity because I truly do believe that All Americans agree on 90% of things. The 10% is probably split 5% of things that are just ridiculously wonky. The other 5% are things that are related to the execution of the other 90% of things. I think that's where the main difference is. And that's why I try to use the principle of charity. That's a philosophy that Dr. King 
used quite often. Might have called it something a little bit different, but that's that's how we grow together is by giving the benefit of the doubt and something that another person that I almost call a mentor at this point, uh, Dan Holloway, who has his own podcast, he likes to have the conversation where if you disagree with somebody before you can provide your position, you have to be able to fully describe the other person's position to a level that they approve of. You have to know the opposite side of the coin so well that your opponent would allow you to present their case for them. And it's only when you have that true level of understanding that you can go forward. So this podcast does do a lot of business. So how does all of that tie back into, well, Mike, how do I make more money? How do I work less? How do I have a better relationship with my family? That principle of charity that I talked about, it's not just a token thing. It's massively important inside of your business. And for example, I have a company just recently decided to go forward with their mandate even after some recent legal things came down from the Supreme Court. There's people that aren't getting due promotions because of an immutable, at this point, characteristic. And given the shift the scientific community is going through and have no doubt they've known these things for as long as it's been around it's now just politically expedient to tell you about it you know for me personally a lot of my family thought that I was like Mike you know this stuff you're saying it's not true fast forward 18 months and I was exactly right Because I've seen the story before. Matter of fact, if you read Why We Can't Wait, this story has come up quite a few times in history. It tends to be a narrative. And as a business owner, if you're weighing the back and forth of policies that impact your people and you've noticed your production going down, it's probably a good idea to have a conversation about that that policy where you're open to not forcing somebody to do something that they don't feel is in their best interest. Especially when you're not taking liability for their future well-being as a part of the process. It's actually rather unethical to pass the buck and... Given the fact that I know from myself, my doctor, with the medical history that I have in my family, mentioned to me that, well, 
you have to actually be the one having the problem to meet guideline. When did we start doing that? I'm not sure why something that should be optional comes down to, hey, are you already messed up? And some of the conversations that I've had with people that are going through similar things is absolutely destroying their productivity. And that's putting it quite kindly that they're not getting as much done. They're not tied into the organization as they had been. And if you're running a company where stuff like that is on the table and you notice that productivity is down, I'm going to give you a hint. There's a lot of people that are really stressed out about decisions that are being made. I wouldn't even say on their behalf, but because that that assumes that you're making the the harder, better choice. And I could argue significantly that forcing somebody to do something is never the way to go about it. If you ever listen to any one of Jocko Willing's books, if you have the capability to do that, yes, you can actually do it. But is that the best way to do it? Tyranny is not normally the best way to get the result that you want. Whether it's in business, it's in government, it's in your family. And that might be my biggest lesson is you want your team to be 100% on board. And if you start treating them differently because of immutable characteristics, you're going against the natural order of things. And your business isn't going to be as profitable which means your family isn't going to be as prosperous, which means your goals of selling your business for a multiple probably aren't going to happen, which means your retirement plan, hope you funded it early because inflation is going to eat up most of it, and your kids are going to have to pay for their own school. I'm just going down this list because a lot of people don't put the two and two together. How does Dr. King and why we can't wait tie in with employee relations? Because in your business, you want the absolute best and brightest to be on your team. And the fact of the matter is it takes a lot more money to recruit new talent than retain new talent. And this great recession is a lot of people telling companies that just don't understand their people where to shove it. And I see that happening more and more as employers are going out of their way to take the easy route of doing what's quote unquote popular, even though many podcasts get more views than the actual media nowadays and instead do something courageous which is give your people the freedom to flourish and if you want to have a business that people feel respected at a business where people are going to work hard every day they need to feel that they're respected 
that they're understood for who they are and not just for a pile of immutable characteristics that the government tracks every day. It's a little bit of an odd episode for me. I appreciate you coming along for the journey, but it is Dr. King's birthday and, you know, he's somebody that really makes a difference in my life, helps guide my judgments. And I hope that this conversation helps you start to determine how you want your business to go in the future. Who are the people that you want on board? Because I promise you, if there's somebody that truly understands Dr. King's teachings, they'll always be a great person to have on your team. I'm Mike Demo. Thanks for listening.